0: Listening to the Deep Purple Podcast, a fan podcast about one of the most legendary bands of all time, Deep Purple. We take a look at the music, history, and people behind the band Deep Purple and beyond. Welcome to the Deep Purple Podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to one of the greatest bands in rock history, Deep Purple. Today's episode is episode number 218, Deep Purple Live at the Olympia 96, part one. And coming to you from the chilly suburbs of Chicago, I'm your host, Nathan Beaudry.
1: And coming to you from the suburbs of Providence, I'm your co-host, John Dead
0: Basil Matola. <laughs> yeah Progressively over time, it just gets to the point where you just tell me, like, John, I had a ham sandwich for lunch, Matola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you have some basil that died. Well,
1: you know the little basil plants that you could buy in the supermarket. Sure. So I'm always like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna cultivate it, and I'm gonna care <laughs> for it, and love it, and I'm gonna have fresh basil all the time. <laughs> and then. And then you're talking to the guy that can't keep a fucking cactus alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, but actually I did buy some for a, um, uh, to make a Caprese sandwich, which the nice. last time I think I had one of those
0: was when you made it. Mm. You made one when I went to your house. Oh yeah. Cause I think you came in, uh, when you came in, it was like towards the end of the tom- we were getting the last of our garden tomatoes. So,
1: yeah. So yeah, I decided, uh, to make one, and so uh, yeah, I just don't have basil laying around, but um, but anyway, I kept it, and you know, I read the instructions and everything. And the the thing with my house is I don't get great light, and that's why I could never really have an herb garden, even on even out on my deck because it's a very wooded area. Sure. So, um, but you know, I took the little thing and gave him some water, giving him a little water every day, put him on the kitchen table, opening the shades, and he uh, seemed to be doing really good. And then yesterday, he went. <coughs> <laughs>
2: it's, it's, yeah.
1: but i mean the leaves aren't like they're not turning brown or anything so i'm like yeah. i'm assuming they're
0: still he's still alive i don't know we'll we'll see yeah, a little more water and um yeah start making those sandwiches <laughs> or else yeah. you gotta have a cr- hurry up. crispy brown basil sandwich <laughs> yeah i want to hurry up and use it may i'll make some uh can you, yeah you can make pesto with that oh yeah right? i mean yeah. if it's one of the little plants you probably can't make too much pesto well
1: i mean there's take like an ounce and a here. half of pesto? <laughs> all right. Well, I'll just put on a serving of pasta for one. There you
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> Will one of our
1: patrons come join you? <laughs> yeah, that's like let's let's make that a patron tier. Join John for dinner.
0: <laughs> he makes pesto for you with his wilted ass basil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh so man, what's going on over there? Well, it's very cold. It's like you know we're here we are in the the middle of june and it's it's you know it was high today was like 61 and raining and cloudy and um yeah we had like a little family dinner earlier and we were all inside mm-hmm. and it was just it's just been very kind of a cold dreary day after after we had a pool party last night and it was super um uh, super warm thank god we didn't plan the pool party for tonight or else it would have been pretty pretty disappointing for all involved
1: well, yeah, especially your family,
0: seeing as you'd be down here recording the podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, I p- probably would have scheduled a different day, but um, ah. but uh-huh. and but not only is it chilly in the weather, but my children uh, were looking through like a cookbook and they found um, they found a chili recipe and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. we want to make this. So they started just texting me at work, uh, just texting and texting, saying, you know, hey, you uh, uh, Buy this, buy that, buy this, and then uh, eventually we just um, uh, uh, the next day they made a big, huge pot of chili, and that was it. Mm. Yeah, we had a we had a big pot of chili in the chilly weather, so perfect, uh, perfect dinner for it for a yeah. chilly night.
1: Yeah, a, a
0: great fall evening. In yeah, it was, it was basically a fall. It was <laughs> nice. We should have gone to the pumpkin patch. Um, but hey, folks, if well, you uh, if you want to help support our show, you can do so a number of ways. Our show is 100% listener supported. Um, you can support our show by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Haven't got one in a while. We're, we're reaching a dry spell, so make sure to, uh, to check that out. Um, you can buy some merch at our Etsy store. You can become a patron on Patreon or on PayPal for as little as $1 a month. And um, doing so will help new people discover the uh, show. No, oh, no, that's our, our five-star review. Help Doing so will help us purchase stuff for the show. Uh, we are still kind of tucking away some of the money for the new computer fund, so that's a great way to uh, help support the show. If you want to help keep the lights on, you can do it that way. You can also donate on uh, Cash App, dollar sign $DPPOD, or support us on Kofi. And speaking of patrons... Heyo, hello So we got a new patron, and I haven't heard back from the patron yet um, as to what they would, how, what their story is, or what. Maybe by by the next episode we'll hear back. Um, but um, Steve Kohler is the name of the patron. Thank you so much for your your support, and I didn't even put it in the spreadsheet yet because I rushed home from work to to do this. Um, but yes, thank you so much for your help supporting the show, and hopefully we'll get a story. Maybe during the episode we'll have a live a real-time update as to what uh, what's going on with uh, with Steve. So uh, thanks for discovering our show, for supporting us, and uh, we really appreciate it. Um, so uh, speaking of patrons, coming in at the executive level tier, we have at the uncommon man tier, we have none other than Ovis Nakfi and Purple Maniac. And then at the 15 squid tier... We have. I'm too proud to beg. That's right, Alan Ain't Too Proud To Beg. Welcome. Thank you so much for your generous support. At the 10 pound good doctor tier, we have Dr. Jill Brees and Dr. Mike Catan. At the turn it up to $11 tier, we have Clay Wombucker, Frank Tielgard Mortensen, and. Mikkel Steen, and Will Porter, PHDPP, at the $10 Someone Came tier, Ryan M, Jeff Bryce, Victor Campos, and Better Call Saul Evans, and at the Huesoween by 2033 tier, none other than Fielding Fowler, Um, and now is a good time to mention that we're doing a live stream, so uh, one of the, the benefits you get of being a patron is you can join us on our live streams. We've got quite a few patrons in the chat right now, including Fielding Fowler, who is sadly without power. Uh, so he's listening to th- this is <laughs> his entertainment for tonight uh, and his only entertainment. So we don't even have to worry about doing a good show because he's got no other options other than just scrolling in his phone, I guess.
1: Right. So um, I also like to point out that uh, my my being here to record this show tonight is breaking Pops' heart. Why? Because every Sunday night he expects me for Sunday dinner. Oh, my goodness. So I told him I can't come over tonight. and He just texted me back. He goes, Oh. I see how it is. <laughs> so this is gonna be a thing. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh
0: the Italian guilt. Yep. It's strong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> that I put you in hot water with pops.
1: Oh, that's all right. We had we had to do this. We need we need episodes. We need to catch up.
0: Yeah, we we haven't had it. This is the only opportunity we had all week. And I also have to my I've got um Uh, my wife's family in town and I also couldn't uh, so um, I did a quick dinner with them and then my sister-in-law is probably going to be coming over in a little bit so hopefully I get to see her after the show and I got to work super early tomorrow so um, yeah we had to we had to make it happen though because we're uh, we're falling behind and we need to stay ahead yeah, well, I mean, geez, I mean, this this week alone was just
1: like, uh, just oh, uh, what do you can you do this day? Uh, can you do this? It's like if if I was doing something, you weren't. If you yeah. were doing something, I wasn't. It's like we couldn't
0: we, we couldn't put it together. Completely opposite work schedules and completely opposite. Like every time I had a two hour block, you were doing something in the two hour block, and vice versa. So, um, yeah. hopefully we're. I don't know, but not now, but Hey, I got something. Uh, I got, I got a nice little, that? I don't know if you can see it from here. You know what? I'm going to have to go grab it. Um, uh, Entertain our, entertain our, our, our guests with something for two seconds while I grab this.
1: Hey, so uh, anybody here from out of town? <laughs> What's he getting? Okay, back Was that there? entertaining? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: I can't wait to listen and see what I missed. Um, <laughs> I'm not good when I'm put on the spot. But I, I found this on uh, eBay and I just had to, um, I had to buy it. It's a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, yep. that is awesome. Yeah. So I, I just figured um, that I, the, is great. The guy who was selling it had a bunch of Tommy Bolin stuff and he's like, he was selling this and I was like, do you have any other stuff? He's like, ah, that was the last thing I had. I was like, ah, I should have caught this guy earlier, but it was kind of cool. So that's nice vanity plate. I could probably get the Illinois version of that. I'd have to pay pay for it though. So, um, but that'd yeah. be great. You're just driving around with the T Boland <laughs> license plate. People are like, hey, are you Tommy Boland? You're like, no. Yeah, I am. Nate <laughs> Um So uh, a while back we talked about our. Um, our former patron, uh, Jerry, who sadly passed away last year, and, um, you know, I reached out to his family, and we kind of had a little bit of a correspondence going by, back and forth. And they emailed to kind of ask, you know, what was the episode where we did the uh, the video for him, you know, or we did the little mem- uh, memorial for him. So I, I let them know, and um, they said they wanted to donate to the show. And I said, well, that's really not, you know, your brother donated to the show for a while. Um, but, um, they, they, they wanted to, and they sent this nice little letter o- over and they sent a, a check, um, from the family to donate to the show. So we really appreciate it. And it says, um, thank you for honoring our brother. We miss him every day. And it's from his siblings, Mike, Kathy, and Sandy. So little, little letter there. Thank you very, very much nice. for the donation. So we'll have a little, uh, in, in, perp- in perpetuity, a little in memoriam tier for, for Gerald, uh gerald i put gerald jerry kelly for our, <laughs> our, our one of our last episodes <laughs> oh, i like that yeah. that's a good call um, so G- gerald jerry kelly and his and his family so thank you so much he to would you. have appreciated that <laughs> he would have, yeah if you if he had caught that uh dumb inside joke we made a couple episodes ago he would have appreciated it so thank you jerry thank you family uh we really appreciate it um so with that said, we of course have to move on to our next segment, which
3: is—that's
0: right—postcards from the edge of Connecticut. Oh my goodness! When you take a few weeks off recording, you get a lot of—you got a lot in the mailbag. So that was the um, stuff from Joe Kelly's family. Um, Unfortunately, this one came in, and I it would have been perfect for our last episode. Um, and I, I actually I actually had it before our last episode, but I misplaced it. So um, I found it, and here is the uh, the postcard. Um, so it's it's a little Pope John the Paul II uh, over the Vatican there, and it says Nate. Now here is a greeting from Rome for you. Just in case that so-and-so co-host dropped the ball, you can be sure uh, the John on the card did not want you to be saved and tithe the full 10% so you don't end eternity with Ozzy. (laughs) 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 Signed Pete, of course, uh, from his uh, vast uh, postcard collection. Uh, So thank you very much for uh, the the, the Roman postcard. You're right, right, my co-host did drop the ball. I did not get any postcards from him. And then I got another one, um, which I don't even know what this is. Oh, does it say on the inside? Oh, okay. All right. So it's a it's a little card here, a nice little card, um, and it says Nate. Now here is a money order for you. Enjoy <laughs> Pentecost and Memorial Day this weekend. See you in September, Pete. And it's a it is. I'm not going to show it to you because it might have. Sensitive information on it, but it's a money order. He did send us send me a money order for the tickets to go see Glenn Hughes. So, I'm in possession <laughs> of, of a, a money order for him and the Gardot. I'm sorry, him and the Roback. So, and it, this this picture on this card says uh, TobaccoSheds.com. Okay, I didn't know that was a thing. No, I don't know what tobacco, maybe they grow tobacco? I don't know, dry it, who knows? I don't know anything about tobacco. Um, Raf Caff in the chat says his wife gave him um, vanity plates one year that said, in rock. That's pretty awesome. Purple vanity plates. Oh yeah, purple vanity plates. What state was that, was that, Texas? They're probably not like, they're probably not the color purple. Probably not. Would have been cool though. Yes. Um, but anyway, thank you uh, so much to all of you for your support of the show. Um, this week, uh, we were going to do something a little different, um, and that is to uh, dive into a live performance. So we're trying to do a live performance from every mark of the band as we get to them. And this week's live performance is from uh, 1996. So this would be the, the you know one of the early Steve Morse. Uh, live performances which is why we selected it so uh this is live at the olympia in paris france um june 17th 1996 so this is going to be the 20 what 26th how many years Twenty-sixth? 27th Twenty-seven. 27? Yeah, something like that i don't know i can't do the math um anniversary of of that show and and and, you know just a couple days before this episode comes out uh so it actually perfect timing it did it wasn't planned that way on purpose but it's nice when it works out that way um so this is obviously the mark um uh was it mark five mark six mark six lineup i guess with uh with steve morse um and they are playing at the olympia in paris they, the thing that's interesting about this show is it's obviously a great performance, but they also have on several songs a horn section, which is uh, really interesting. So they throw horns on a few songs, uh, which is kind of what makes this album, this live performance kind of stand out a bit. Uh, the horn players are um, Christian Forquette, uh, Eric Mula, and Vincent Chavagnac. Raph, let me know how he did. Oh, he seems to have stepped away. Uh, (laughs) um, So let me see here. Uh, So that is, uh, that's the lineup of horn players. Don't really know much about them. They're all kind of composers, arrangers, arrangists, arrangers, arrangers, Um, and all that sort of stuff. So this was recorded in France, in Paris at the show. Um, And yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got. The cover concept is by Roger Glover cover art by Jamie Webster and it's kind of this graffiti which you'll see throughout the entire show if you're watching. If you don't know the the album cover, you can look it up. But it's kind of like this graffiti ver like spray painted sort of thing on it, uh with the name of the album on it. Um have you ever heard this John? I don't
1: um I don't think so. Um or you know what? I'm not going to say I don't think so. I don't remember because live at the Olympia um Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously being a fan for as long as I have, I'm sure that it's topped up somewhere. So I've either seen it or heard it. Um if I saw like the is it a, a official release or yes. Yeah, if I I think just kind of like the other um the hell or high water one, if you showed me like the the cover, I would probably know, or like the rainbow live show that we did. If I saw like the cover of it, I'd probably know if I had heard it.
0: uh, There's been other notable shows at this location. Um, What do we got here? Uh, Before going to America, the Beatles performed 18 days of concerts at the Olympia from January 16th to February 4th, 1964. Mm. Um, Who else we got? Grateful Dead played two concerts there as part of their first major European tour. Um, Julio Iglesias was on stage in 1981. Uh, Jeff Buckley... Did one of his uh, finest live performances there in, in 1995. Um, so there's been a few uh, good performances there. It's an it's old established... I, I should have asked um, Jen if she's been there uh, since she lived in Paris, but um, I don't know if she... Uh, um, I guess the Nazis took it over during World War II? And, in, and then in 1944, the liberation of Paris, the American troops requisitioned the Olympia for two years during the war. Wow. So pretty amazing uh, history there. Um, okay, so we got all that. Uh, so as far as the horns go, I did find this in an old, was it an old news group? I'm trying to look. Somebody had asked about the horns being on the album. Um, and the the reply is from Roger Glover. Um, mm. uh. Yeah, what is, oh, somebody somebody said, so, uh, 100% correct, it was a fabulous show, but I'd be curious to know all the background to it, how it was added to the tour, where the horn section came from, and how it came to be recorded. So Roger writes back, at the end of the first show, the promoters asked us to come back for a special show, and we thought, why not? The Olympia is, Olympia is a legendary place. We played there in 69 or 70 and it would be good to visit again. The idea of working with other musicians is not new, we just never got around to doing it. The horn players were recruited by the promoter and are part of a Parisian late-night chat show on TV, so they were well-equipped to deal with our music. They were great. Having said all that, how could we not record it? Look good, RG. So it's back in the, you know, this would have been 96 or so when, or, and I guess that was written in 97 when Roger was a little more, you know, in the primitive days of the internet and chat and um, user groups and stuff like that. Roger mm. was, you know, he wisely uh, did not venture into social media territory yeah. <laughs> like, like some other uh, other folks have, but that back in that day, it was kind of, I'm sure it was a real kick to get a, more of a one-on-one connection with the fans and everything. Um, okay. So well, that's it. So it's it's a two-disc set. We're gonna do the first disc today. Um and uh before we do that, we of course want to do something uh so we don't forget at the end of the show, and that is to thank our core level patrons. So coming in at the $7.77 keep it warm rat tier, we have Michael Vader at the $6.99 new nice price tier. We have Spike the Rock Cat and Sugar Tea at the $6.66. Tier, uh, we have episode $6.66 tier. We have Steve Coldwell, Arthur Smith, and Anton Glaving at the $6.65 almost evil tier. Kenny Wymore and Michael Bagford at the $5.99 the nice price tier. Robert Smith, Peter from Illinois, and Carl Helberg. And at the uh, 60 kroner Scandinavian Knights tier, we have Zwapper the Electric Alchemist and Newt Morton Johansson. At the $5.55 What's Going On Here tier, we have Richard Fusey. And at the $5 Money Lender tier, John Convery, German Heindel, Adrian Hernandez, Jesper Alman, Alexi the Perfect Stranger Slepikoff, James North, Mark Hodgetts, Kev Roberts, Percival Frequency, Scott Zerns, Cynthia Doobie, and Raf Caff. Thank you very much to all of you for your generous support. All right. Are we ready to... Uh to do this, to fire it up and get into this this live performance here? Fire up that live performance. Fire up that live, fire it up that live performance. Um, all right, let me just, you know, I guess I'll just share this video. And then we'll be good, to, we'll be off to the races, as it were. Okay. So here we go. Um, so it kicks off with uh, Fireball. Hmm. All right, John, you're gonna kill me. But it's not. It's not. It's not doing my my album art. You know that I can't. <clears throat> I can't deal with it. <laughs> oh no, I get deleted my playlist. <laughs> oh Jesus. Well, you're gonna be looking at this stupid traffic cone for an hour. That's just no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to look at the traffic cone. Nobody wants on. that. That's just pure garbage. All right. So, oh, that's huge. Let's see. Let's try this one. Okay, so let me just drag the tracks in here. How did this? I know I did this. I know I did it. Maybe I'm just wrong or maybe I did it somewhere else and I'm just an idiot. Okay, so let's get this in there and I think we'll be good to go. All right, here we go. So let me just fire up the player again. I'll add the songs to the playlist and we will kick it off. So sorry for the slight delay, everybody. But that would just, I would be so uncomfortable this whole show. I wouldn't even know how to deal with it. So here we go. Sharing the screen. Deep Purple Live at the Olympia opening with Fireball. And then you see the graffiti, the graffiti, or is it graffito if it's singular? I don't, I don't know. I don't recognize this cover. You don't? No. So maybe I haven't heard it. Or maybe you just didn't. Look at it. Mm. If you're listening and you told me this story, send me an email or something on social media, but I seem to remember somebody telling me they had this in their car and their car got stolen and they were most mad about this CD getting stolen. <laughs> but I can't remember who told me that. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Let me open this chat back up here too. Make sure I'm not missing any clever quips from our patrons. Yeah, yeah Scott's saying it feels like a progression of perpendicular to the cover because they're lo- using that kind of same yeah. weird logo. and some really good like Wah! Nice
1: They were doing this song around this time it still sounded pretty good Yeah it's also a great
0: opener It's a throwback to uh, Copenhagen you know trying to look up to find which songs the horns are on because I can't remember the exact... um Roger killed it on that. Oh, yeah. The songs that feature horns are Highway Star, Cascades, I'm Not Your Lover, No One Came, and The Perpendicular Waltz. And then Scott says, for a singer that doesn't warm up, Gillen sounds pretty good. That's crazy. You know, this was much closer to the, well, not much, but it was closer to the recording of Fireball than this is to now, you know? (laughs) Yeah. They don't have a video of this one. Yeah. Wow. Nice transition. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh. Nice, they just kind of threw it in there.
0: and just for funsies. Very cool. <laughs> I can't believe it doesn't warm up. I think it was on the Am- and the podcast Will Rock recently there were Dio they were talking about Dio and him saying that yeah. if you have to warm Dio up didn't. you can't sing.
1: Yeah, no Dio never warmed up either.
0: So they go into maybe I'm a Leo. The interesting thing about this is this is one of only three official live releases of Deep Purple, Deep Purple doing this song. Can anyone in the chat name the other two? Or if or if you're listening at home, we won't we won't say until the end of the episode. No googling.
3: But, oh,
0: you're all in an honor system, you patrons. Michael, Michael Bagford's got an answer. We'll announce it at the end of the song. So you listening at home can. It always throws me off the way that riff comes back in. Sounded like it threw them off that time too. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Morse, He's pinching every harmonic he can.
1: Roger's bass sounds very flucky. Mm
0: hmm. What are we using for gear at this time?
1: <laughs>
0: Love it. <laughs> Gardo said he was reading the Wikipedia when Uh, I sent out the challenge. He's been spoiled. Disqualified. You know what? But what a man of integrity, he admitted it. piano solo is kind of cool. Nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> he's picking those, uh, he's pinching those harmonics like they're Irish. Yeah, it's a very um
1: must have been a real uh, kind of shock to everybody that was used to these songs for years to like hear they hear them like this with, with Morse doing all that stuff in it, because we've heard Richie play it for like
0: what, twenty plus years the other way? Right. And he did tone down a lot of that stuff over the years. I mean, it was awesome, but you know.
1: I mean, longtime fans of Deep
0: Purple must have been like, all right, this is a different take. And then the horns come out. They're like, what is happening to my precious Deep Purple? Just play Machine Head. Nice. Going nuts. My Richie would be doing some pretty crazy solos too, so
1: Yeah, but I think it's just Live. different
0: different styles, you know, like
1: I mean, both, they're both very distinct, but. Yeah, Morris going crazy is different than Richie going crazy.
0: And see if Morris doesn't conduct himself. <laughs> Sounds
1: like Roger got like a new set of bass strings or something. Sound plucky?
4: Nice.
1: Very plucky. Nice
4: Thank you very much. I thank you well we frequent a pub every now and again our local pub is called the witch's legs and this is a song about a guy we met in there one day he's not an electrician and he's not an alchemist but he is a mechanic. <laughs> and his name isn't larry <laughs> and it isn't janet it's called ted the mechanic because i like it is
2: <laughs> um,
0: These nailed that intro. Yeah, the intro seems like it would be really hard to do live. Yeah. And he goes, religion. <laughs> I think about that all yeah. the time. That's always one of my favorites.
1: <laughs> what
0: a guy. Horns would have been good on this song. Yeah, I wonder how much time they had to set it up. Yeah, it seems like horns would be a better, like, especially during the chorus. But a ba-ba-da-ba- It's weird to put it on Highway Star and not this, but I seem to remember, I've only heard this once or twice, but I seem to remember the horns being pretty cool. And maybe they didn't want to overdo it too, they just wanted to have it kind of be a, a downplay it a little bit. Michael asks, how would you feel if you saw your mechanic drinking a beer if you brought your car in? I mean, fine, as long as he wasn't going to be driving it long so as you fix my car. Last time I took my car to the mechanic. Did I tell you this? I took it in. And what <laughs> happened? I went in there to... Look at, look at what
1: Scott said. Don't get me started on mechanic oh, issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, we know. But I went to pick up my car. And I there was a guy there. And I was like, oh, hey, I'm here to pick up my car. And he goes, oh. I'm new as hell here. That's <laughs> like I was like, okay, like, I, and then I like looked back and forth and I was like, could you just could you get somebody else that could get it for me? He's like, it looked like it had not ever occurred to him. Oh, oh, he was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> he was just I'm gonna new. stand there and be like content with that answer. Nah, man, I'm, I'm new, new as, hell. as hell. I can't. So I'm you're just gonna have to stand here for the rest of your life and never get your car again. Wow, I'm I'm new as hell.
4: That's new good. as hell. Told me of those injustices that he had suffered in his life, his wife, and I've heard
1: of like old as hell.
4: Shapers raising Cain had caused him strife. They were forever
3: weeping, moaning, and still break down. Scrunching, crying, yapping. He
0: He said that this was at, named what, did, what was his intro to the song he that this was about somebody they met but, yeah at a um at a bar because i don't remember I reading about that always... and, i mean it's ian gillen he could just be making that up on the spot but no i think i, think I heard about this did we talk about that in before. our perpendicular episode? Huh? Did we talk about that in Perpendicular or Perpendicular? I can't I don't But I mean, I've them. heard this.
1: I've heard the story for years. Though, is the song was based on like a guy that they met that uh, that he met and started talking to in a bar. I
0: mean, it's unbelievable.
1: His story.
0: Could he do a trick with ping pong balls? No, that was Mitzi Dupree. Oh, okay. Just one. Well, maybe this guy could too. <laughs> Scott says he wrote down the conversation on a napkin at the bar and got the lyrics from that. Yeah,
4: thank you, that's great.
0: Maybe the Gardot is there. Maybe he's getting a, signing a coaster.
4: Ted the mechanic, which is from a new Perpendicular record, and they're hard to play. Here's one that's. Uh, <laughs> you got the thing in the back of the car, of course. Anyway, that was from the uh, Witches Legs, which is our local. Uh, Ted the mechanic. Here's one. The from Witches. 1971. Which is, uh, yeah. From when we recorded the Machine
0: Head album, this thing called Pictures of Home. Thank you. It's this thing called Pictures of Home. Tom's had a weird sound to him there. Oh, yeah, you're hearing that really twangy sound from Roger's bass here. Yeah, twangy, that's it, twangy. I wasn't noticing it as
1: much until this song. Yeah, I don't like it when Gillen, amongst other people, and, like announce their songs, they'll be like, uh, this is a thing called, it's not, not a thing, it's a song. <laughs> a composition. This is kind of a pet peeve. Like, I so, yeah, this is a thing, uh, you know, we threw
0: together. <laughs> Something we threw together. Kind of belittles it. Roger's bass tone sounds like Robert Trujillo's bass tone on... Um, infectious groove album <laughs> It does. Yes. Or or a flea on um like higher ground. Roger Flea Glover. <laughs> it's, it's very trebly. Roger Glover and Flea not exactly a uh, super comparable playing styles. I'd love to see Roger Glover with no shirt and a pants made entirely out of stuffed animals just like you're rocking around and (laughs) slapping or just walking out
1: with just like a sock over his wiener (laughs) just play the whole show like that (laughs) Uh, I mean Gillen did that
0: backstage when he met uh, Arnold's Grove that's right (laughs) it was the he borrowed that look I think the story goes that he was like, we can't take this picture, you're naked, and he just took a sock and put it on. It's like, okay, that's good though. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, Morse is just cooking on this. All right, let's hear this. It's gonna oh, be- Oh, Roger? Well, I Roger guess I, solo? No, it's gonna be the next one. But uh No, it's no it's gonna be yeah, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> He's gonna have it like like uh like Trio, it's gonna be like around his like it's gonna be like down by his knees. <laughs> He's gonna be just <laughs> slapping. All right, so everybody picture that. Picture like
1: Flea playing the breakdown, the bass breakdown here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh.
0: I'm trying to get a sense. I don't know Paris particularly well, but I'm trying to get a sense of where it is.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, flee!
0: pretty troubley i mean heavy trouble I, on that i wonder i wonder if it
1: sounded like that in in the show but it was just mixed this way on
0: the album like really oddly i mean of, at the time that would have been a yeah that would have been a, a, a fairly normal bass sound
1: Oh well, yeah, I mean I guess I mean because everybody Even else Maybe more in the early 90s, but everybody else sounds like they usually do on this album. It's just, you know, Roger's bass is just a very uh, it sounds like a real uh, sound sounds like, a, you know, real departure. Yeah. <laughs> you see the Michael Bagford's comment. Doing the crab walk. <laughs> <laughs> Probably doing the
2: crab
0: walk. Ugh. I mean, it'd be wild thinking about Deep Purple at this point getting a new bass player and it being like one of those two guys. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? He would have missed his opportunity to be in Metallica. Or maybe White right of White right, right now. Glover either swaps with Flea or Tru- Trujillo. Trujillo? 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 Trujillo. Um, Trujillo. Um, Trujillo. No, it's Trujillo. Um, what if he swaps places with them? He either joins Metallica or he joins the Chili Peppers and the other guy comes over. I would love to see him collaborating on lyrics with Anthony Kiedis. (laughs) All right, this song's about a a sexy cop pulls me over and then I bang her on her police car and Roger Glover's like, okay, let's start there. (laughs) So this Olympia is right near where we stayed in Paris, actually. Not far at all. Oh, the crowd's going nuts.
1: Oh, yeah, they're
0: singing along. Oh, they kept going. Come on, guys, get it together. The crowd totally screwed it up. Scott's thinking of Roger on Call of the Cthulhu. You know, Roger's an artistic guy. He comes up with like a lot of the cover designs, like the one we're looking at right now. Imagine him just like, hey, we got this idea for the Load album cover, Roger. And Roger's like, oh, my concepts were a little different.
1: <laughs> he's, he's just being like, concept, he's all Roger's refined like,
0: and he's dealing with these uh, these knucklehead American band members. <laughs>
1: Yeah, was. Well, Roger, what if for the next album we take some splooge? All right, let's just stop right there. He's,
0: I'm gonna stop you right there.
1: <laughs> what, no to everything else. That you're gonna say. <laughs> no, 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 it'll be
0: tasteful, I promise. No, it'll be really, really very tasteful. Michael. Uh, <laughs> David Coverdale was a Metallica. So he'd be like, perfect idea. <laughs> uh, these uh, are all gems. Coverdale would be like, why well, I've been holding back all these years. <laughs> God, I know. Was, uh, so many missed opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> I've been being so subtle with my album artwork all these years. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Suddenly, that snake with the vagina mouth doesn't seem so bad. Hmm. thought I was straddling the line of controversy with Love Hunter. No pun intended. It's a cartoon of a lady, and you sort of see her butt.
1: So, wasn't there, like, an alternate cover with that where somebody, like, painted shorts on her? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> jean shorts or something. That's so stupid. I <laughs>
0: Every night there's some chuckle, every um, verse there's some chuckle heads in the crowd that still keep going, whoa, 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 oops. Oh, he's singing again. <laughs> like, come on guys, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> yeah, get your shit together. It's a deep you know, purple show, not
1: amateur hour.
0: He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I did not understand. I was smoking my cigarette. Oh, Yeah, it's not as fun as making fun of the Italians. Yeah. Man, that was like the fastest little.
1: <laughs> I like how um when we went to see him uh, a few months back of oh, Simon did the solo because he called back to the way Richie mm. originally did it was as he hit that one note and he just kind of just like did the really fast whammy
0: bar, which I thought was very cool. And then he tried to like call and response with the audience and kind of shrugged at the end, like I tried. <laughs> <laughs> it, it worked pretty good, but at the end it kind of broke down. Yeah. He's still doing it though. Yeah. No. Karsten, uh, Karsten Lau, our uh, patrons saw them yesterday in uh, Denmark posted a video it looks really really good he caught Gillen Gillen and Pacey getting off of a little like I don't even like a little tram or something he was probably like 20 feet away from them Pretty good, they're doing good. I'm looking at this map of where the Olympia is. Yeah. And um, it's, so, it's you said it's still around.
4: Supreme, supreme. Yeah. Superb. You are fantastic, Merci, rookie. Thank you very much. That is wonderful. You are supreme, really superb.
0: People are still singing <laughs> Let it go. It's over.
4: Okay, well, listen, I've got to tell you something. Here's a song from the new record. This is Perpendicular, but inspired, strangely enough, by the witch's legs. This is a song that was written for the dedication, the inaugural, the inaugural, inaugural day, where we decide to have an annual inaugural meeting to celebrate the opening of this fine pub.
0: The Witch's Legs. I love this song. Yeah, this is really good. So when you zoom into the Olympia, it's a little depressing because you see a Starbucks, a McDonald's, an Ikea. (laughs) Say no more. The beauty of France. I mean, there's a lot of other cool stuff. Harry's New York bar. (laughs) That's just what I want to do in Paris. You know, there's Americans, though, they'll go there and be like, oh, thank God, someplace I can get a cheeseburger.
1: What the hell are you doing here?
0: <laughs> I know. I did well, I didn't know with, you. Like, ate family all these member and they, and they just like look for something like that because they just like they can't deal with French food, which is delicious. Oh, there's the horns. The horns are putting a little stank on it. A little stank. <laughs> and between uh, Roger's bass tone and the horns, they, they should start doing some ska numbers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ska. So do you like ska twice as much as reggae or half as much as reggae? Because it's reggae in double time. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Is not at all an option? (laughs) No, you could like it twice as badly. You could hate it twice as much. All right, let's go with that. Because it's twice as fat. You you don't like ska? No. Pick it up, pick it it up, pick it up, pick it up. I I don't know if
1: I actively hate it, but. Oh, I was at I was at work and Listen somebody like put wow. on my like country today and I'm like, "Ugh." Ah, <laughs> oh, good shit. Here Roger in the background.
0: Morris is just playing crazy on this. Hell yeah. I think I'm more used to him more recently. I don't want to say he's been, you know, but he's he's lost a little bit of his speed and a little bit of his precision because, you know, his arthritis problems and stuff. Still incredible, but he was so spot on in these
3: in these years.
0: Fielding followers recommending a ska band named Madness. Never heard them. disputed master of the volume swells. So our friend Scott, not Scott Haskin that's in the chat, but essentially plays in a ska band and has for over 20 years. Gotta get him back on the show. We were just I was just talking to him the other day. Yeah. And he's like he's like, I gotta get back on the show. He's like he's like, I don't care. I'll do whatever. Well that's great. It was a too, cool guest. Too bad there weren't more Led Zeppelin crossovers. Hmm. Michael Backford says that I have heard madness, but
1: I don't know. No, I, he did it the eighties um, song, Our House. That's madness?
0: Yeah.
1: I okay. think that's pretty much all I've ever heard of them, so okay. I am uh, ignorant of uh anything else. So I guess
0: that's atypical of their style then, if they're a ska band. <laughs> mm. Our house. Pick it up, pick it up. Bow, 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 <laughs> bow, bow. Bo. Stop. Shh. Stop it. sir. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> you can't even listen to my impression of Scar.
1: <laughs> no, I can't.
0: That's so good, the classic dynamics of a of a super quiet morse solo with the volume swells. Interlude. To, I wonder if Pacey started playing the hi hat so that the audience wouldn't start speeding up. He's <laughs> like, let me keep time for you fools.
1: So they're in the background.
0: Oh, 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 oh <laughs> no, not out! Knock it off, you guys. Guys. Oh, he must have. He must have done something with like a a loop pedal or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? I was like, Madness is a ska band, and I just Googled Madness, and the first images that came up were the most ska images I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, There's no questions, like you know, guys in like a a pink suit with a turquoise hat jumping, another guy that looks <laughs> like he's a like he's a he's a 20 mo- 20s mobster. <laughs> so yeah, yep. Oh, that was nice. (laughs) That's
3: awesome.
0: killer version of the song. I could have used a little more horns in the mix, though. Yeah. They were there, but they were just a little subtle. Which I get. It's not their show, but.
4: <laughs> Where they come from? Be they came. They'll just turned up like that. Thank you very much. I mean, I'd say more, but I'm English. Here's one... Uh about a sad moment in a hotel room, you receive a message. Is that how you say it? Something to do with room service, yes, sorry. I ordered this an hour ago, and it's still not here. While you were out, we served it. Anyway, and you can't understand the writing, because it's in English. And it's, uh, there's only one cure for this, and that's to go down the bar and have a few glasses of whatever takes your fancy with your friends. And it's called, sometimes, I feel like
0: screaming. Think- Another one of Gillen's weird stories. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So speaking of France, Madness has an album called Oui, Oui, Cici, ci, Ya, Ya, Da, da. Very positive album title. playing acoustic of some sort for this one. Yeah.
4: I can't size bed in a hotel so
3: please I hang on and I see you face I see you face
0: They're really capturing that album sound live very, very well.
1: I feel like Morse is a guy who isn't going to perform something on the album that he can't do live.
0: Not our Morsi I can still hear Roger plunking away back there. <laughs> plunking bling, away. Bling. It's like just very bright sounding. like
1: this,
4: my head goes down. The only thing I know is, the is
0: he doing the bass part or am I just missing it?
4: The name of yeah.
0: I'm not hearing him. Uh-oh. You need your itchy eye drops? Or twitchy no, eye drops?
1: No, don't talk about it. <laughs> Doesn't okay. happen for a while.
0: I'm just a little itchy. Did you get some magners in your eye? <sighs> I'm not hearing him do the, you know, the boom ba doo doo doo. Is that the audience singing along or is that somebody else on mic? No, it's, it's somebody singing along. Sounds like with somebody
1: them. doing background vocals.
0: I wonder if like Roger or Steve got up in the mic with him. Yeah, because it it sounds too
1: too close up to be the whole audience.
0: Oh, that was a uh... Almost like a little riff he had done in the uh, Throw My Bones solo. do 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 you know?
1: Yeah, do do yeah, you, you know it, you <laughs> know it. Yeah, I know it.
0: Exactly. (laughs) They need to write it. Does Deep Purple have any songs about California? They must. That's how they could convince Flea to join. (laughs) These bands should do that like a um, like an exchange student program for. You know, just trade bass players for a year. A band exchange program? Yeah. Cool idea. I'm into it. Roger Glover goes to Metallica. Maybe Trujillo goes to, goes to um, Deep Purple, because it'd be too easy for him to be in in Chili Peppers. Mm. And Glover goes to Chili Peppers. Exactly, like a roundabout. Of course, I'm on the Madness Wikipedia page now. I love those little timelines of the band down at the bottom where it shows you a little graph of when everyone was in the band. Yeah. And for Madness, they had a lead vocalist for a year and then another lead vocalist for a year and then the same lead vocalist for 40 years after that. 43 years after that. Jeez. It's just interesting to see who the people who stick around are, but they've been pretty stable. Gillen was belting it out at the end there, huh? While I yeah. was going on about madness. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shut up about madness and listen to Gillen. All right, all right. <laughs> I just didn't realize they were a ska band. It really... uh, This is, like, blowing your mind right now. It is.
4: Well, here's one.
0: <laughs> that really... <laughs> That was a quick intro. Well, here's one. <laughs> here's no a song s- for you. Yeah, no more to be said. It's a Venezuelan song? song? I mean, hey, <laughs> <laughs> what did he say?
4: <laughs> What's
0: <laughs> he going on about? You think it's bad that I'm talking about madness? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to Roger. I'm I'm stock convinced that that's not Flea. (laughs) That's why they didn't record a video of this, because they didn't want it to be known that Flea was filling in on the show.
1: (laughs) Then we have our our rare Deep Purple concerts. There was one Randy California and one with Flea. (laughs)
0: says Nate's Descent, Descent into Madness. That could be my- I'm I'm doing some side work on my Madness spinoff podcast, and that would be called Nate's Descent into Madness. See, I can get into some ska though. To see this song on the set list. Yeah.
1: It's like one of the only good things that came out of uh,
0: Who Do We Think We Are? Oh, geez. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. John on his bullshit. I think you need to listen to that album again and remember that it's just that one song that you hate. (laughs) I can't wait till we revisit that one because I think you're going to give that song a one now and the rest of the album won't be so bad. I'll see. Face in the background. It's like comical. It's like
3: comical.
0: Mike Katana saying, let's all agree that this destroys the battle rages on. I'll have to agree. Title track is pretty good, but nice.
1: and piano solo. Nailing it.
0: Cash a uh, money order Do you have to take it To a bank Or can you do it Through <clears throat> on, like an Online deposit Or have it's you also Not pay. gotten a money order In the last 20 years 20 <laughs> <laughs> Oh like 30 Oh fielding says You can cash it At the post office Hmm You can do that is one Right by my office Is he pretending to be that they're done, or is it an intermission or what?
4: I'm now talking to you from backstage at the uh, at the Heineken House, or is it the Witch's Legs? All right. oh, <laughs> I need a drink. Here's one. So do you, by the look of it. Here's one that's uh, from the. Uh, Fireball record, and it's thing called No One
3: Came. Yeah.
0: Nice with the horns. That's killer. All right, I'm into that. Imagine being almost 10 songs into a set list with Deep Purple these days and having only heard one Machine Head song and two songs from Fireball. to look up the witch's legs and all that's coming up is like legs you can buy at halloween to put like next to your house so it looks like it fell on the wicked witch
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh of course
0: finding is people talking about this particular live album <clears throat> most of them are stuff I've already linked to in the show notes yeah would love to see them put, bring this song back into the lineup yeah this is a good song I always liked it I wonder if the days of two hour sets, I mean, two hours might be just too much for them at this day and age, but mm-hmm. as we've long wondered, can they? Can we get a little bit more variety in the set? Mike's asking if there's a connection between Morris and Zach Wilde, no, nothing that other than them being kind of connected through some, you know, Mm -hmm. just through through the Black Sabbath roots and stuff like that. And Zach played Mm with uh, Derek Sherinian, who played with Glenn Hughes and stuff, things of that nature. But I think he's just doing a lot of pinch harmonics. Yeah, but they don't sound the same. No, and he does about one tenth as many. This is like probably peak pinch harmonic for for Morse, and he's still doing it 10% as much as Wild would have. Oh, I love the false ending in the song. Oh, sorry, spoiler. I don't if you haven't heard the song before. Oh, jeez. Yeah, as uh, Scott says, Black Country Communion just finished recording a new album. They just recorded it, like, busted it out in like a week. It's crazy. Wow, really? Yeah. Maybe I'll we'll have to cover it in Huzoine 2033. We're going to come in just under the wire. Wow. Wasn't expecting the abrupt ending. All right, so we got one more coming up for this half of the concert. Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> Congratulations on your wonderful performance so far in the football.
0: Gillen's busting out them. The blues harp. <laughs> Seeing you could trade uh Gillen and, and John Popper. Could do a foreign exchange program.
4: Put your money down Take your choice That's the way it is Every time we Boy. And you sense no shame and you feel no
3: disgrace If somebody wins, somebody loses. It's a daddy wave oh, It's a dog time yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Right. yeah the horns definitely really lend something cool to these songs. I think Gillen's really very much at the I don't want to say at the peak of his powers, but close to it at this point. He's coming down yeah. the back side of it, but he's he's doing quite well. Yeah, I mean he could still he can still do his thing. So, there's some really great reviews of this concert on the Highway Star that I'll have a link to in the show notes. People, yeah. um, when it came out, people that were there. There's like just a ton of them. Nice.
4: And, you find yourself where you don't belong.
0: and I think, let's see.
3: Back to reality. No, that's the. Back into line. Back into this.
0: going as far as saying it's the best live album they released in 25 years. <sighs> I mean, I'm hearing some good stuff. Bonsoir Fielding, who's trying to conserve Power. As <laughs> it doesn't look like they're getting power until 2:30 a.m. where he is. I wonder what's going on. I wonder why he lost power. They're just doing the uh, doing the fade out at the end of that. Uh, that would have been uh, CD one on the CD set of Live at the Olympia '96. What do you think so far of the first half of that album, my friend? Hmm, not so bad. <laughs> not so, my French is not so good. Wee <laughs> wee, oui, oui. bonsoir, and so forth <laughs> and so forth.
1: You'd be like you'd um, be like Mister Furley ordering a ordering uh french food.
0: Yeah, I'll have some of those uh, escargots. <laughs> I had escargot um just the other night. We went out for our anniversary to the place we had gone for our 10 year anniversary. It was our 15th anniversary, so we went out to the same place. Uh, cuz actually mm. they're going to be closing that restaurant down there, moving to a new location. Oh. So we went there to close it out. And we had some escargots. Beautiful. Very and uh, don't forget the soup dujer. <laughs> soup dujer. We did have a soup. I don't know if it was de jure, but it was uh it was a soup. It was very good.
1: Yeah. But um, yeah, so far it's a pretty this a pretty solid album, good set list. Um great playing, great solos. Yeah, yeah. It, interesting bass tone from, great slap bass from Roger. Slap bass from Roger. Keeping things interesting. Yeah. yeah, is it is it yeah, is it Roger? Is it Flea? Is it somebody with like a synthesizer set on slap bass like <laughs> It's the guy that did the place. Seinfeld
0: theme. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe Roger was practicing his chops for like uh, uh, you know, the
0: getting the gig for the Seinfeld theme. Have you ever seen the video of the guy doing the Seinfeld theme? It's like just yeah. a guy with a synth. it's amazing. I didn't realize yeah. it was all like improv improvised. Well, like yeah. he would watch the stand-up bit or the episode and he would just go on a on a keyboard. Yeah. So he you was kind of like, bar. he was kind of doing like a live reaction to whatever Jerry was yeah. saying. Yeah. I don't know if those people yeah. did it live, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you picture Roger playing that. <laughs> Roger Glover the, playing the theme to Seinfeld. When the crap <laughs> <laughs> Jerry tells a joke and it's like <laughs> uh,
1: the pictures from home breakdown. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, and yeah, so far this is uh, this is very good. I'm looking oh, yeah. forward to
0: part. How do you say, dear? I'll have to look that I'll have to Google that. I'll get back to you on next episode of the full <laughs> report of how to say two in French mm. um we'll have to email uh Ian derosier and see if he knows or Raf Caff, he's on the chat, but he's quiet tonight, so I don't know if he knows what the uh mm. how to i don't know if he knows how to say that in French it's a tricky tricky one um oh don't forget to answer the trivia question what was the <laughs> what was the trivia question? Oh, oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, what was what the, um? so Michael Bagford, I think, sort of got it. Um, what the, the trivia question was, what were the two other live performances, official live releases of maybe I'm a Leo? I was supposed to end it at, answer it at the end of that song, but we got to the end of the episode and I forgot. So the So he said in concert 72, but in concert was 70. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. No, it would have been 72, yeah. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah, In Concert was, like, those two ones. So, yeah, In Concert. And then Live at Montreux 2011, so that's kind of a tricky one. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, because live, 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 In Concert has, like, two shows. I think there's an earlier show and then the later show. Uh, so those are the only three live releases of um, Maybe I'm a Leo. And I'm sure there's a million bootlegs out there. Although it, it doesn't seem to be something they did too, too many times live. Uh, but this should be... Uh, enough out there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you Scott. Thank you for keeping us on task. We need we need somebody to do it. Um it's not a job that anybody wants. Um but before we wrap up for tonight, we of course have to do something which is a uh one of our greatest responsibilities and that is of course to thank our foundation level patrons coming Ooh. at the 3 pound aromatic feed tier. We have Simon Ford. At the $3.33 Halfway to Evil tier, we have Stephen Sharp and Duncan Leesk. At the $3 Nobody's Perfect tier, we have Peter Gardeau. <laughs> and I've got to, you you aren't hearing that, but the folks at home no, can. <laughs> I can't hear it. Um, then we have, of course, Ian DeRosier, Mark Roback. Water, Stuart McCord.
3: Flight
0: of the Risp Blue Flight Ivan Fieldboo is a great tight in
3: the Norwegian. we can
0: It's a Runar R- Siemenson is a great tie in
3: the Norwegian.
0: It's a ri J.J. Stennard Ruinous inadequacies John Musselli
3: was the end of Tony and the Dream Tones. <laughs> I never got to hear the applause or bask in the glory or have my clothes torn off, <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> uh And then at the $1.71, I want my own tear, tear. Rich, Young Lee, who the hell is that? At the (laughs) 10-kroner tier, we have Karsten Lau. At the one-pound tier, Lord Longford. And at the $1 made-up name tier, the sometimes-I-feel-like-leaking, Leaky Mausoleum, Seaman Somerville, the concerto 1999 fanatic, Hank the Tank, Private Eyes, Ashen Lionel. (laughs) Blackmore tights. And let's not forget our newest patron. I'm looking for the Patreon to see if he responded yet. Our newest patron, um, Steve Down-to-Earth Kohler. Yeah, he put that in his thing. I'm sorry. Steve Down-to-Earth Kohler he's going with. Um, So I guess that's what we're going to keep it at. We're going to leave it with that one. So let me put that in now. Steve Down-to-Earth Kohler. So thank you. No, Steve Down-to-Earth Kohler.
1: So, if you brought his name up to Pops, what do you think he would ask?
0: What would what would he ask? Down to Earth? What is he for? What is he an alien? I don't know. What would he ask? <laughs> no. What would he say? Oh, if I said Pops Steve down to Earth Kohler. Who the
2: hell is that? <laughs>
0: I just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I was asleep at the wheel on that one. I should have gotten that one.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: yes, thank you to all our patrons. Thank you for joining us, Steve. Down to Earth Kohler. Um, much, uh, yeah, Pops is the unsung. No, he's the sung hero of the he's show. The, he's he's the not the unsung hero. hero. He probably gets sung a little too much. <laughs> he, he doesn't even know. He
1: is. <laughs> Actually, I told him, I said, you know, you're a big, uh, you're a big hit on the show. I was, what, really?
0: <laughs> he said, what the, what? That? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> I tried to do it but on the fly. Oh. All right, well, folks, that's kind of it for this episode. Really appreciate uh, everyone for in- joining us along in the stream and everyone for listening. And we'll be back at you next week with part two. Ooh, spoiler. I, I spoiled oh. it for you. Um, but thanks a lot, guys. We got to. um I got to wrap it up, get some kids and dogs to get put to bed, and um, we'll see Mm. you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Deep Purple Podcast. If you like what you hear and would like more episodes in the future, please donate on Patreon to support the show. You can also leave us a review in Apple Podcasts to help new people discover the show. You can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for show updates. See deep dot podcast.com for more details. Thank you for listening.
1: Now, did you hear that second one? Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> Burp check. Burp check. <laughs> Belch check. Vibe check. Belch check. Vibe check. Vibe check. Ah, Gen Z.
3: I was in Switzerland. You heard of this place? This is the place.
0: 500 years without a war. That's pretty impressive. Also pretty lucky for the Swiss Army. Did you ever see that little Swiss Army knife? It's not much of a weapon. What do they got there, corkscrews, bottle openers? Come on. They've had some great picnics, don't get me wrong. But if somebody attacks you, what are you gonna pull out? Nail clippers? Come on, buddy, let's go. You get past me, the guy in back of me's got a spoon.